What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about actress Jessica Chastain in the movie Fighting With My Family. But first, let me tell you why. There's an argument to be made that Jessica Chastain is the best actress this decade. Chastain has been brilliant in movies for quite a while. Now, let's let's look back at her first big role in the movie Take Shelter. Take Shelter is about a man who starts to have visions of a storm, and he fears that he's starting to develop schizophrenia just like his mother. Chastain in this movie plays like the worrying wife. All she does is worry about the husband, worry about the child. A lot of people would play this character one-dimensionally and not interesting. I think Chastain is really interesting in this movie. First off, she's loyal like not a lot of people would be. I mean, if your significant other started to have visions about a crazy storm that nobody else believes is going to happen, you might ditch that said partner. She doesn't in that movie, and I think she plays loyalty really really well in the movie and throughout the movie she has to play different levels of concern I mean early on when Shannon's character is going through the struggle she thinks it's a small struggle and then the bigger and bigger the issue gets the bigger she plays it as the character I think that's what's brilliant about the performance by Chastain she truly kind of steals a movie she had no reason of stealing I mean there's some actresses that could play that role very uninteresting and that's one thing you can say about Jessica Jastain. She is never not interesting in a movie. Take this summer's movie, X-Men Dark Phoenix, a movie that was dull, humorless, bad superhero movie. Even in that big blockbuster, what she was doing as like the alien villain of that movie was interesting. Then you have The Help, where she plays like the one nice person who tries to find help. I mean, all the other characters in The Help, besides Emma Stone, are mean to The Help. And I think, think of that movie. Bryce Dallas Howard gets to play like the interesting bully evil person kind of in the movie like the kind of like mean girl role that kind of makes people famous and Jessica Chastain plays the nice housewife who's just looking for help and yet she kind of steals that movie in the role that you think wouldn't steal the movie in most cases the Bryce Dallas Howard role is the one that gets nominated for an Academy Award but in this case it's Jessica Chastain who gets nominated for an Oscar yes she lost out to Octavia Spencer but she is the second best performance in a movie that has great performances by Emma Stone Octavia Spencer and Viola Davis. Then there's the movie Lawless, where Jessica Chastain is co-starring with some of the biggest named actors in today's world. Shia LaBeouf, Tom Hardy, Jason Clark, Dane DeHaan, Mia Wojcikowska, which I've talked, who I've talked about on this podcast. There are a lot of big names in this movie. And Jessica Chastain's character goes through something that could make her be played like she's a victim. Yet instead, Jessica Chastain brings this powerful performance to the movie. I mean, this is unlike her role in The Help. This is unlike her role in Take Shelter. She's doing three very distinctive things in her first three movies that really makes her stand out. Like in the movie, she's not just playing Tom Hardy's love interest. She's not dull. There's a lot to what's going on with her character there. She's as just as protective and as tough as Hardy is playing. And playing as tough as Tom Hardy is not an easy thing to do in movies. Then, after getting two Oscar nominations for The Help and Zero Dark Thirty, both of which 
performances are terrific. She stars in her first big epic, Interstellar. Along with Matthew McConaughey, along with Anne Hathaway, she holds her own in this movie. She even has great chemistry with one of my favorite actors, Topher Grace. Just think Interstellar is the lost great Christopher Nolan movie. Yes, it made a lot of money. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't love it. It's only at like 70%. I think it's better than Inception because it's got that whole family story around it. And I, again, it can be warm. It can be a little corny, but I think her performance in the movie is really, really good. For me, it's very believable and convincing that Chastain could play the smartest person in the room. Plus, Interstellar has that movie. It has that father-daughter relationship that I don't think you get from a lot of movies. Yes, you get mother-daughter relationships. You get father-son relationships. I think this is a space epic that shows you a father-daughter relationship that I think is a really good thing to see in movies. Another really good Chastain performance is in the movie A Most Violent Year, which she co-stars with Oscar Isaac. The significance of that is they both went to Juilliard together. I think this is a really good movie, a really quality movie that not enough people saw, but it is a really good movie. Again, in that movie, she's doing something different. She's kind of playing an immoral character who will do anything to get rich, and so will Oscar Isaac, and they're dynamic together. They're a very convincing couple in that movie. That's just such a good movie. Like in Lawless, Chastain plays a character who's not afraid to put things in her own hands. She is going to deal with the issues on her own and not settle for the help of her man or husband or boyfriend. Ben Chastain has a supporting role in The Martian alongside Matt Damon. I mean, that's what you can say about Chastain. She's in two of the best sci-fis of this decade, Interstellar and The Martian. I mean, The Martian has an all-time great Matt Damon performance, but Jessica Chastain also holds her own in that scene. I mean, she doesn't have as much to do in that movie as she did in Interstellar. She's the captain who's remorseful for leaving Matt Damon's character behind. I mean, this is just another really solid performance by Jessica Chastain. I mean, she can be great in small movies like Take Shelter and then be amazing in big big blockbusters like The Martian. None of these movies are alike at all. She doesn't have a pattern. She's a mystery to what she is doing. In these movies, she's going toe-to-toe with some of the best actors on the planet. Again, Take Shelter, Michael Shannon, he's one of the best. The Help, Octavia Spencer, Lawless, Tom Hardy, Interstellar with McConaughey. Then you have A Most Violent Year with Oscar Isaac, The Martian with Matt Damon. She goes toe-to-toe and holds her own. And then we come to what I believe is Jessica Chastain's best performance in a movie, Molly's Game, where she plays Molly Bloom, who is famous for running high-stakes illegal poker games. She is in literally every scene of this movie, and Chastain has to act with Michael Sarah. Those scenes with her and Sarah are brilliant. Idris Elba has a, sm- has a supporting role in this movie as her lawyer. Kevin Costner plays her dad. This is the movie that she ultimately carries the most, I think, and I think it's the best performance she has in this movie because she, again, is playing a character who's the smartest person in the room who is capable of literally having any job she wants, and yet what she wants to do is to put 
put up high end playing poker game. And I'm not going to spoil the movie and tell you the reason why she loves poker games, but there's a real emotional moment between her and her father, played by Kevin Costner. I thought this was an underrated movie. I thought this should have been a Best Picture nominee at the Oscars, and I think this should have been Chastain's third Oscar nomination because she was brilliant in Molly's Game overall. What do all of these movies have in common? Nothing. There is no common denominator. They're all different genres. They cannot be any more different, yet the one thing they do have in common? Brilliant performances by Jessica Chastain in the movies. Take Shelter, The Help, Lawless, Interstellar, A Most Violent Year, The Martian, and Molly's Game. Check out these movies because Jessica Chastain has given her best work this decade. Not a lot of people have that amount of good movies this decade. Check out the movies of Jessica Chastain. Now let's switch gears and talk about Fighting With My Family. The movie stars Florence Pugh. Here's a quick synopsis. Siblings Soraya Page Knight and Zach Zodiac Knight both dream of becoming WWE champions. Both try out for the WWE and only Paige is chosen, complicating their relationship. Paige now has to deal with the pressure of her family while chasing her childhood dreams alone. There were a lot of things about this movie that I really enjoyed. I'll start with Florence Pugh, who plays Paige Knight. Listen, I've heard a lot about Florence Pugh, and this was the first time I'd seen her in a movie, and it's basically the year of Florence Pugh. So she was in Fighting With My Family, which is already out, then she was in Midsommar, which is always already out, and she's going to be in this December's Little Women. Those are three of the best movies of 2019 by anyone's metrics. And in this movie, as Paige Knight, she carries the entire movie at such a young age, it's interesting to see an actress be that interesting the entire time. thought she played the whole British coming to America thing brilliantly in the movie. It was just interesting to watch. I just think I can't wait to see those two other movies. I haven't seen Midsommar yet, and of course I can't wait to see Little Women, but one thing is for sure, Florence Pugh deserves an Oscar nomination for at least one of these three movies she has given us this year, because come on, Fighting With My Family is so good. I'm assuming Midsommar is so good, and I know Little Women is going to be so good. The year of Florence Pugh is upon us. Enjoy it, people. Then you have Jack Loudon playing Zack Zodiac Knight. Jack became famous two years ago in the movie Dunkirk. He was the other pilot alongside Tom Hardy. I thought he was interesting in Dunkirk. Again, last week I talked about Tom Glenn Carney being in the movie The King. I love it to see young actors from Dunkirk making big names of themselves. I mean, Fionn Whitehead was also in the um, the Black Mirror movie. Again, I love Dunkirk so much. I'm here for, for all of their success. And he has insane chemistry playing the brother of Florence Pugh. You believe them as siblings in this movie. And if you don't, you're not watching the same movie as I am. They are very believable as siblings. Now I want to take a moment and talk about Vince Vaughn, who is in this movie. He is the coach, he coaches Paige to 
become a member of the WWE. And listen, I think Vince Vaughn has become a really good supporting actor in recent years. He is no longer the leading man I grew up loving in movies like Dodgeball, even had a small part in Anchorman, Starsky and Hutch. He's no longer that Vince Vaughn. He's no longer the wedding crasher Vince Vaughn that I've that we've all grown up to love. But what he still can do in a movie is in small doses bring a lot of energy. Take Hacksaw Ridge. That movie wouldn't be nearly as good if there weren't some great moments between a young actor, Andrew Garfield, and an elder Vince Vaughn. And in this movie, you get some great moments between a young Florence Pugh and a older Vince Vaughn. He can still, in small doses, bring some of that old classic Vince Vaughn energy. And I love to see it. We all love to see Vince Vaughn being Vince Vaughn. Wayne The Rock Johnson is also in this movie, this being a WWE movie. He is obviously playing himself. And I think there is some... First of all, he's only in two scenes. But again, they're really good scenes with a rock just being himself, which can always be endlessly entertaining. There's a reason why he's one of the biggest movie stars on the planet. And I think he's really good at just playing charming. Again, some of these movies, he's just doing some un realistic, unbelievable things, and you think it's great because he's big and he can do those things. He also can play a really charming guy at times, and a normal, down-to-earth guy. It's nice to see The Rock, even though he's playing himself, be a normal dude at times. Stephen Merchant is the man who directed this movie. You might know Stephen Merchant from The British Office. He was also in the movie Logan. He also starred with The Rock in the movie Tooth Fairy. He also has a supporting role in the movie Jojo Rabbit which is really popular right now. It's in theaters. I think Stephen Merchant does a really good job. I think in this movie, he shows how a strong sibling bond formed over years can turn into a sibling rivalry in a flash. I mean, one moment of Paige joining the WWE and Jack not ruins their relationship for a time. I mean, spoiler alert, it's not ruined for eternity, but it's still interesting how that dynamic can be shattered in one moment. Yes, you're rooting for your sibling to be great at something like you are, but you also believe you're great at it, and to see them be the chosen one, that's going to that's going to ruin that relationship a little bit. Even though it's been formed years after years, how they train together and how he's a big part of her success, he still can't deal with the fact that he's not going to be part of the successful tandem, that she's going to have to go off on her own. But if it were the other way around, I also wondered... I think she would have been, her character it was portrayed, would have been more supportive to him if he was the one who went solo. I thought that whole dynamic was interesting. And I also believe that based on what I saw in the movie. But I also find it really honest how they kept that sibling rivalry in the movie. And how Paige Knight must have given permission for them to betray it like that. And how Jack Knight must have given them permission. Because that's not something that's nice to always see on screen. I mean, we're so used to these movies where the sibling helps the other person become great at something and then they're there for them the entire time and that's just not believable there's going to be a disconnect in wanting success for your sibling but also wanting it for yourself also i mean jack wants to be 
in the WWE. It's his dream. He also wants his sister to be great at it. He wants to be along for the ride. And for most of this movie, he's not there for the ride. And that's painful to go through. And this movie actually shows the pain that he is going through. First scene of this movie is them as children watching WWE and fighting about it. They say numerous times in this movie that wrestling is in their blood. And if you see the movie, you really start to get that from these two characters. By the way, are real people. And that's what makes this movie so good. That is based off a true story. And yet it's so honest because they could have they could have hidden Jack's resentment about that. I mean, not a lot of people would have wanted to see a movie about their brother resenting their success. But the fact that that was allowed, I give a big kudos to the Knight family for allowing that to be portrayed in this movie. I also really liked how this movie can show that your family can can both help you and hurt you when you're going after your dream because this family is so invested in Paige or Jack becoming professional WWE wrestlers because that's all this family does is wrestling. I mean, you have Nick Frost play their father and you can just see all this guy cares about is wrestling and even though he's not putting the pressure on them verbally, they can just see that that's all this guy loves is wrestling. His love of the thing is probably the reason why they love the thing. And it's putting pressure on the both of them to be good and successful at wrestling. I mean, it's the same thing that drives them to be really good at it, but it's also the same reason why Jack takes it so hard that he's not going to be in WWE ever. In the Vince Vaughn moments where he's telling Jack, you're not going to be in WWE, he's doing him a favor because he knows he'll never truly be successful at it. I thought that was a great scene to have in that movie. And Jack Loudon and Vince Vaughn played that scene perfectly well. When you're told you're not going to get something, how disappointed you are in that. And Florence Pugh's reaction, she's playing Paige, of course, her reaction to her brother not being a member of the WWE. I mean, she's heartbroken in that moment and her dream uh, is of her and him both making it together. And then she has to come to the conclusion that she wants this dream, but she's going to have to get it without her brother. I mean, this movie shows that his dream is also the way he financially is going to make money. I mean, Zach is having a kid in this movie. He has a kid with his girlfriend in this movie. And this is the way he thinks he can make his money. When you rest your dream in the same with your bank account, it's not always a great investment. And of course, by the end of the movie, he becomes a wrestling coach and it all works out. But I think, again, chasing your dream and you're mixing your family in with it isn't always the best idea. And I think that's a really good thing to show in a movie. I mean, Paige and Zach also had... A Another brother who tried to be a wrestler didn't make it and went down a dark path. And in the beginning of the movie, he's in prison. And by the end of the movie, he's training with Zach. But wrestling is the both the good and the bad about this family. And this movie kind of made me change my views on wrestling a little bit. I just thought it was... Uh, this movie kind of made me think of wrestling as a family-type sport and also kind of a team sport. Because I, th- I thought it was interesting that Florence Pugh's character, Paige, doesn't have success in wrestling until she starts to work with the coach 
coach and the other wrestlers more. It's kind of a team sport in that way, and that her early success in the movie was driven by her family's love of wrestling and them training her. She was never going to be a great WWE star alone, and that's something really interesting because you think of wrestling and you think it's like golf and you think it's like tennis and these other sports, but it's really not. She needed a lot of people to become the youngest WWE diva champion ever, and that's really interesting. That something I never would have thought of about wrestling before this. For me, this movie ultimately has a really good comedic tone at times, mixed in with a family drama that I think is really relatable. Again, it has a really strong sibling bond in the movie. It has a strong relationship with her parents and her other brother. It has everything. This movie is one of the best movies of 2019 that I've seen so far. Again, a breakout role for Florence Pugh, a really good Jack Loudon performance, a really solid mixture of Vince Vaughn bringing that energy we all love to see. There's nothing this movie doesn't have. I would definitely recommend you watch Fighting With My Family. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There will be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. This week, I put the spotlight on actress Jessica Chastain in the movie Fighting With My Family. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on the Hulu miniseries Looking for Alaska and the hit blockbuster Pokemon Detective Pikachu starring Ryan Reynolds. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. (laughs) 